welcome to Intentional Inclusion with the Diversity Doctor, your weekly dose of diversity and inclusion content with me, your host, Dr. Donna Dehan. I want to help as many organizations as possible create people-centered businesses because I know that when your people thrive, so too does your bottom line. I'm here to help you move from professing an interest in DNI to implementing practices that will change the way you do business for the better. So, if you're looking to truly make an impact with your DNI efforts, you're in the right place, my friend. Every week, I will give you the perfect mix of theory and practice to help you create a business where everyone and your bottom line can thrive. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to episode three of Intentional Inclusion with the Diversity Doctor. Today's episode is all about laying strong foundations for any DNI work. It's about finding your own authentic reason to engage in DNI work. It's about connecting to your own values so that DNI becomes embedded in your company's DNA. Please stick around until the end because I have a great resource I want to share with you that I know will help you take your DNI efforts to the next level. What I'm going to share with you today is a game changer. It will stop you falling into the surface level performative act of signaling an interest in DNI and help you truly create impact, stand out from the crowd and create a business where everyone and your bottom line can thrive. But here's the thing. What I'm sharing with you today is the key to unlocking endless potential and growth in your business, but it is not a magic pill. It's super simple and super effective, but you are going to have to dig deep and do the work. Are you ready? Let's dive in. There's plenty of evidence out there now to support the business case for DNI. The vast majority of companies are trying to do something with DNI, but they're failing because they are reacting to external pressures. They are literally looking at what everyone else is doing and they're copying it. And in most cases, they're copying it in a half-arsed manner. I mean, from the outside, for some of the big corporates, it can look very flashy. All the right words are there and it looks very shiny. Take, um, let's take Nike's Just Don't Do It anti-racism campaign, for example. It's powerful stuff. They are great at marketing. But seconds after I watch their marketing campaign, I can Google Nike's board and I'm confronted with a very pale, white, stale image. This is just one example of a company that's trying to add DNI to their business as a reaction to external pressure. It's nothing more than jumping on a bandwagon. If Nike really cared about DNI, they need to start looking internally. It's no good just sending out flashy messages when inside you just look like a homogenous whole. Now, at the time of recording this episode, it's May, and for many countries, June is Pride Month, a month to celebrate and support members of the LGBTQI plus community. And in June, I will do another episode specifically focusing on this. But for now, I want you to be mindful of how many rainbow flags you will start to see next month. How many brands will start to add rainbows to their logos? How many companies, maybe yours included, will raise a rainbow flag and host a series of Pride-related events in June? I'm all for raising awareness and support, but I can't bear how superficial this has all become. Rainbow washing your company once a year is not allyship. Hanging a rainbow flag once a year outside your building and only having gender binary toilets inside your building is hypocritical. 
And the easiest way to disrupt this performative signaling is to ask a very simple question. Why? Why are you hosting a Pride-related event in June? Why are you investing in anti-racism campaign? Why have you appointed... Appointed? Yeah, appointed. Why have you appointed a Chief Diversity and Inclusion Officer? Why do you want diversity within your hiring? Now, as a researcher and consultant, why is my absolute favourite word. As a mum to three young children, not so much. But the difference is my children ask why because they don't like the answer they've heard. They're questioning the response generally because it's not giving them what they want in the moment. When I work with clients, I ask why because I want them to hear the answer. I ask why over and over again until they find the real answers themselves. So let me ask you again. Why are you raising a pride flag in June? If your answer is because you want to show support for the LGBTQI plus community, then why don't you have gender neutral toilets? Why don't you share your pronouns freely? And why do you want to support the LGBTQI plus community? Why is this community important to you? Why not other underrepresented communities? Simon Sinek's incredibly popular TED talk, How Great Leaders Inspire Action, has over 58 million views. I'll include a link in the show notes if you've not um, seen it before. And this um, TEDx talk, he focuses on the golden circle and the question, why? Sinek argues that many great leaders like Martin Luther King, Steve Jobs and the Wright brothers had little in common, but they all started with why. They realised that people won't truly buy a product, service, movement or idea until they understand the why behind it. Now, brief side note, I love Simon Sinek's work, but he generally defaults to male examples of leadership. So if you read his books or you see his quotes, just be mindful that when he refers to leaders, he'll generally refer to he, him, and the example that he gives, in the, in his, certainly in his book, um, Start With Why, 99% of the examples he gives are all male leaders. So, love his work, but don't be afraid to question the gender um, biases that are included in there. Don't feed into the narrative that leader has to be a man. Right, anyway, back to his TED talk. Sinak introduced us to the Golden Circle, and it provides us with a framework upon which organisations can be built, movements can be led, and people can be inspired. The Golden Circle consists of three concentric circles, which start in the middle with why, The next layer out is how, and the final layer is what. If, like me, you find it difficult to transfer auditory information to visual images, don't worry. I have a complete free Why for DNI resource for you, which you can access via the show notes. So the main point to grasp here is that it is important to start with why. Synax theory is that successfully communicating the passion behind why is a way to communicate with the listener's limbic brain. Now, this is a part of the anatomy that processes feelings such as trust and loyalty, as well as decision making. So therefore, successfully articulating your why is a very impactful way to communicate with other humans because it taps into the listener's brain that influences behavior. And if you want somebody to take action on the information you're communicating, you want them to engage with a behavior. So Sinek argues that the vast majority of organizations start by telling you what they do. This is the outer layer, remember. And whilst this is information that is 
important and practical, it doesn't engage us. What messaging only engages the neocortex part of that brain, the part that's rational? So again, for example, June is Pride Month. So what we're going to do is hang a rainbow flag. Now, whilst this is a perfectly rational thing to do during this time of year, it doesn't engage with my limbic brain. It doesn't call me to action. It doesn't evoke emotion or connect with where I make decisions or behavior. This is why actions like this remain performative. DNI work requires us to change our behavior, to do things differently. Raising a flag is the what. It doesn't help me understand how you want me to change. It doesn't um, share the reason why organizations truly care about the LGBTQI plus community. So why is the purpose, the cause or belief that drives us? Simon Sinek's own why is to inspire people to do what inspires them so that together each of us can change the world for the better. Let me give you some more examples of why statements. Here's a why from Southwest Airlines. We connect people to what's important in their lives through friendly air travel. Now, traditionally, organizations may present their why statement as a mission statement. Here's Spotify's, for example. To unlock the potential of human creativity by giving a million creative artists the opportunity to live off their art and billions of fans the opportunity to enjoy and be inspired by it. These statements are evoking an emotional response. We're connecting and processing it at a behavioral level. So in short, a why statement is built upon contribution and impact. I'm going to tell you something I'm going to do and I'm going to tell you what impact that's going to have. Contribution, impact. Let's listen to Airbnb's why statement. To connect millions of people in real life all over the world through a community marketplace so that you can belong anywhere. So we do this, connect millions of people in real life all over the world through a community marketplace. That's their contribution. So that you can belong anywhere. That's their impact. The why is about our contribution to impact and how we can serve others. The why inspires us. It is our purpose. Your why statement is a sentence that clearly expresses your unique contribution and impact. The impact reflects to the differences you will make in the world and the contribution is a primary action that you will take towards making your impact. So here's my why statement. To help organizations build people-centered businesses where everyone feels safe, seen, and valued. Just tell you that again. My why statement is to help organizations build people-centered businesses where everyone feels safe, seen, and valued. This is why I do what I do. How I do this is through helping organizations create diverse, inclusive, value-led, and equity-driven cultures. What I do to create this is I create educational content such as this podcast or the free resources I uh, regularly share or through the paid trainings or workshops I offer or through advisory research and consultancy projects. That's what I do and how I do it, but my why is the emotional part. My why is to help organizations build people-centered businesses where everyone feels safe, seen and valued. Having people believe in your why is what will take them to make action, either by purchasing your products, seeking your services, or hiring you to fulfill your business needs. Giving people a why behind the work you do for DNI 
will help them engage with your efforts. It helps them relate to the to the imagery and the purpose of raising a pride flag. It helps me understand what I have to do to contribute to this. Because DNI isn't an add-on that one person in HR is responsible to create. It has to be within the organization's DNA. It's a living, breathing thing. So we need to engage with it at that level. And this, my friends, is why I'm asking you to start with your why for DNI. Why does your company care about DNI? How does it relate to your company's values? Not just pride or anti-racism, not just gender equality, but the whole umbrella of diversity characteristics, the entire lived experience of inclusion. Watching Nike's Just Don't Do It anti-racism campaign, as I said, is a great marketing campaign, but it doesn't evoke in me why Nike is interested in D&I because I can scratch the surface and I can plainly see that they are not fully engaged with DNI. It remains at the surface level. How we won't create impact when we stay at the surface level is just performative. And trust me, this is going to cause your business more harm than good. There is an easier way to do it, a better way to do it. Now, since I work in DNI, my business why is the same as my why for DNI to help organizations build people centered businesses where everyone feels safe, seen, and valued. Because this is my why. It makes no sense to only raise the pride flag once a year. A rainbow flag is a symbol of safety for members of the LGBTQI plus community. If I only raise this once a month, I'm sending the message that, well, this is a safe space for four weeks out of the year, but not for the rest of the year. Because this is my why, it makes sense that I don't want to misgender anybody. So it makes sense that I share my pronouns because then I'm offering people the opportunity to do the same so that I can acknowledge and value their correct pronouns. Because this is my why, I'm always looking for non-gender binary spaces, toilets, changing rooms, for example, options within spaces where people can feel their authentic self. So my why drives what I do. It's how I see the world. And this is what I want you to connect to with your DNI work. But if your company does not work directly with DNI, chances are your company's broader why may not directly relate to DNI. But you can create a specific why for DNI. And this specific why for DNI needs to link to your organization. Again, we're embedding DNI within the DNA of the organization. It is not a simple add-on. Now remember, your why statement is simply a combination of contribution and impact. And again, I have a free resource to help you work through this process to find your own unique why for DNI, and I'll link to that in the show notes. Once you've written it down, it becomes your true north. This is your anchor. This is the reason you do what you do. This is what stops you drifting off track and heading straight towards hypocrisy. This is what helps you realize you cannot put out st- statements about how you value everyone's unique experience, how everyone's opinion is valued and then fire half of your workforce because they choose not to have a vaccination. This is what stops you saying your sport is free of politics and then banning athletes from competing because they won't share their political views. This is what stops you from saying you value women and you want to gender balance leadership whilst paying women employees less than men. This is what stops you investing millions in anti-racism campaigns before you look internally at all the white faces holding positions of power and privilege within your organization. 
It's time to stop being hypocritical. Stop window dressing, stop rainbow washing, and stop being performative. And start with your why for DNI. Grab your free resource here. Um, it's in the show notes. And if you have any questions or you want help formatting your why for DNI statement, please reach out. I'll leave a link in the show notes. You can find me on social media. You can contact me directly through my website. And I'm here to help. I'm here to help you establish your why for DNI so that you can truly create impact with this work. Thank you so much for your for listening, for being intentionally inclusive this week, and I can't wait to, to speak to you next week. Bye for now. Mm-hmm.